It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. And please, during the week, join us on Fox Business. Name the show's Kudlow, Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 p.m. And if by some chance you can't get us at 4, just dial up your favorite nine-year-old who will show you how to DVR the show. You'll never miss a thing. Anyway, this morning we welcome my Trump administration colleague and my friend, Andrew Giuliani, who's running for governor on the Republican side. His campaign website is SaveNewYork.org. It's an admirable goal. Andrew is a former associate director of the Office of Public Liaison, uh, and he was a damn good one at that, and uh, he's also a Newsmax TV contributor. Andrew, welcome back, buddy. Larry, it's always great to be on with the happy warrior, as always. So how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. So I was just thinking, save New York. Uh, I just made a little list. Crime, taxes, energy, education. All right. How's that for starters? I, I think you're absolutely right, Larry. I mean, I, I don't think you get much better than that. You know, I think probably the trickiest thing in all of this, and, and I attribute this to the, the great late, great Roger Ailes was, he used to say that uh, a good campaign has three issues, a great campaign has two issues, and a winning campaign has one issue. Mm-hmm. I think there are about four or five issues right now that are plaguing New Yorkers and the reason why we're leading the country in out-migration. But, you know, we'll say 1A, first and foremost, is the fact that crime is going up and just in New York City, but all around the state. I, I was just in Rochester a couple of days ago. And last year, they had the most murders ever in recorded history. And sadly, they're on pace to surpass that this year. Same thing in Binghamton. Violent crime in Buffalo is up 40 percent from last year. This has been a complete disaster. And if you want to overlay the time period, you can point to when bail reform was signed into law by Andrew Cuomo in April of 2019 and look at the direct spike all around the state of New York. Frankly, it's a disastrous It was a disastrous piece of legislation. It's a disastrous law, and it needs to go. And I've said very clearly on day one, I will sit down with Andrea Stort-Cousins and Carl Hastie in Albany in the legislature and say very simply, I need a full repeal of bail reform on my desk or I won't be funding your top priorities in our upcoming budget negotiations. Mm -hmm. You know, Andrew, uh, this crazy DA in San Francisco, Boudin, (laughs) Uh, he was recalled. I mean, he was recalled with 60%, which is really something. We're talking San Fran here, for heaven's sakes. Uh, So anyway, we've got one of them in New York City. His name is Alvin Bragg, right? I mean, would you fire him when you get into office? Just fire the guy? Absolutely. On day one, I would invoke Article 8, Section 13B of the New York State Constitution, which states very clearly that any any public officer who violates their oath of office can be removed by the governor. And I would remove Alvin Bragg on day one. Uh, I wish New York, like California, had a recall process where the people could do this. We do not have that process. And I'm certainly hopeful in looking at L.A. here in uh, shortly that, that we see that from the L.A. D.A. As, as well, but certainly as governor on day one, I would remove Alvin Bragg or, frankly, any other district attorney that chooses to reclassify entire categories of crime. That's what Alvin Bragg did when he sent the memo to his assistant district attorneys on day three of his administration mm-hmm. saying that he was not going to prosecute 
resisting arrest and armed robbery. That is wild. Think about the message that sends, Larry. It's, it's, it's chaos. Yeah, you know, I'm just thumbing through. There's another one of these stories, uh, Andrew. Yeah, here it is in the New York Post. Uh, 2018 stab slay mob last brag, and so her kids, her kid was killed, stabbed to death in Harlem, and Bragg and his office is making a deal with the killer, which will wind up putting him back on the street in a relatively short period of time. I mean, this is the stuff that drives people crazy and drives them out of New York, and. Um, you know, undermines everything. You and the other thing is, you know, one one of the points when your dad was mayor, and I remember, I mean, I worked with him when he ran many many years ago. But your dad had this insight that it still exists today, more than ever, that you're not going to get businesses to reopen, you're not going to get businesses to come to New York unless this is a safe place. And I think uh, all these politicians have lost track of that. Well, I think you're right, Larry. And, and looking at, you know, broken windows theory, which became a reality in New York and, and is, you know, one of the main reasons why we saw the, the murder rate go from 2,000 a year regularly in the early 90s and late 80s to less than 600 by the, by the late 90s to less than 300 just a decade and a half later was because of this broken windows theory, which simply said that criminals who you know do not have the repercussions, that do not have the behavior corrected, will then graduate from petty larceny to grand larceny, then potentially to violent crime. But if you correct that behavior early on, um, all of a sudden the crime rate significantly goes down. You know, I think about my, my little six-month-old daughter, Baby Grace, and I would think if I was going to walk down two blocks with her, and let's say there were businesses on one block, but you had uh, people who were shooting up on that block. You had homeless encampments or you had another block that was clean, that felt welcoming, that felt safe. Which one of the two blocks do you think I would uh, I would take the stroller and my daughter down? And that's why it's so important for those businesses there and those job creators that we do everything that we can to make New York a safe and welcoming business. Also, from a tourism perspective, you know, when I look at uh, Penn Station or when I look at Grand Central Station, you got to remember that is the first and last impression that so many people that don't live in New York get of New York. And that's when they're making their determination whether or not they want to return and spend their hard-earned tax dollars hmm. in the Big Apple. And I think it's, we need to do everything we possibly can to make sure we are making our streets as safe as possible and our tourist areas as safe as possible. Um Andrew, just the last few minutes, taxes and energy, both, yeah. you know, we could have been like Pennsylvania uh, with uh, Marcellus, uh, but we didn't. And then again, we could be like North Carolina or Georgia on taxes, but we're not. I think first and foremost, when we look at the Marcellus Shale, it covers two-thirds of New York's landmass. And you can look at Pennsylvania and look at the southern tier of New York, and you'll see a difference in property values, and you'll see a difference, frankly, in commerce, not just directly with the energy business there, but also those that serve the energy business there. So I would work to make sure that New York is energy independent. The way, Larry, you work so hard at making sure America was energy independent when you worked as President Trump's director of the National Economic Council. And from a tax and regulatory perspective, look, just like President Trump said, 
uh, in 2016. And that promise that you helped him keep so well for every regulation he'd sign into law, he would cut two. That number was over eight to one by the time he walked out of the White House. That's the approach we need to take in New York from a tax perspective. I will absolutely sit down and work through the state legislature to make sure from a tax perspective, we're competing more with the states, like you said, like Georgia or no tax states like Florida and Texas and Tennessee, and not competing with California to be the highest tax state in the country. Frankly, it feels like we're competing with Venezuela these days, to be perfectly honest, Larry. (laughs) And, And that's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, Ed Koch once said, we, New York doesn't always have to be first in everything, taxes and welfare and all the rest of it. Andrew Giuliani, buddy, uh, good luck on the campaign trail. We will talk some more uh, in the near future. Thanks for coming on the show. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.